Today's scripture snack comes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, which says this. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. And before I jump into the exposition of 2 Timothy 1.9, I would like us to look at another passage from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, uh, which sets the stage a little bit for 2 Timothy 1.9. In 2 Timothy 3.15 says this, it says, The Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So this text in 2 Timothy 1 is specifically talking about the details of our salvation and how that works itself out and what that looks like for the Christian. But 2 Timothy 3 talks about how all of sacred scripture, all of the Old Testament through the New Testament, Genesis chapter 1 through Revelation chapter 22, all of those scriptures are able to make us wise for salvation. So while it's very easy to hone in on one specific verse, such as 2 Timothy 1.9, because this talks specifically about what our salvation tangibly looks like for the believer, I don't want us to lose the perspective um, that all of sacred scripture is able to make us wise for salvation, and all of it points to our salvation as a whole. All of the scripture points to Jesus, and all of it points to grace, right? All of theology and all of the Bible is just a study of God's grace towards us. That's what it is. That's what salvation is. So let's not lose sight of the entirety of the canon, Old Testament and New Testament. They are able to make us wise for salvation just as much as a single verse in 2 Timothy chapter 1 is. So I've got four comments on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 specifically that relate to our salvation because this verse is rich in comments on what our salvation kind of looks like for the believer. So I'd like to make four comments on this verse as they pertain to our salvation in particular. My first comment is this. Salvation is God's. Salvation is God's. First and foremost, primarily It is God's. It is not our salvation that we receive. It is God's salvation that he gives us as a gift, which we're going to look at here in a second. I get that from the first part of the verse, which says that God has saved us. And another scripture in 2 Timothy, excuse me, it's in Ephesians actually, talks about how we are dead in our trespasses and sins, right? We are dead in the water. We are dead on arrival. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot resuscitate ourselves. It is God who ultimately has to take out the defibrillator, if you will, and jumpstart us and regenerate us and save us and make us born again. He is the one who ultimately does that. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9 says this in regards to our salvation and him saving us. It says, For as by grace you have been saved, through faith, through faith we've been saved. Now, if we just stop there at faith, then we could get tricked into thinking that our salvation is a work that we accomplish, a work that that we do through our faith. We kind of save ourselves. Even though we are trusting in somebody else who died for our sins, ultimately it is man who enters into that salvation through our faith. You could very easily belie yourself into thinking that if we just stopped here. But that's not where the verse stops, is it? It carries on here. It says, and this is not from yourselves. This is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can 
boast. You cannot boast. Not just that you may boast, but you can't physically or morally do it because it is first and foremost from God. Now, what is this verse talking about? It says, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Well, what is this and what is it and what is the gift? What are these three things pointing to? Is it talking about the grace that God has given us? Well, partially, but primarily it's pointing to this word right here, faith. This is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. So if you think that faith is the gift that you give back to God in response to his gift to you, you are wrong. It is entirely one way. It is a a unilateral relationship, salvation is. God gives us the gift of faith and the grace of belief so that we can't boast in anything. God is the one who ultimately saves. He has saved us. He has regenerated us. He has given us the gift of faith. Now, that does not leave us um, just totally unresponsible in regards to how we work out our salvation, which leads me into my second point, which is this. Number two, salvation is active. Salvation is active. God has saved us and he has called us to a holy life. He's called us to a holy life, a life that is separate from the world, a life that does not embrace in the love of the world. We are called to be separate from the world, a holy life. Holiness means to be separate, number one, and number two, it means to be morally pure, number two. So you're separate and you're pure. It makes you totally different from the rest of the world. You are separate and you're morally pure. And that's what God has called us to. We do not just sit down and eat a sandwich and we could care less about living a, a godly life when we become Christians just because he saved us. And we say, oh, I've got salvation, therefore I can just block this off. I don't need to do anything. Um, my responsibility is over. That is, that is totally not true. He has called us to something. And it's a holy life. And Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, um, this, is, this is God speaking through Paul. He says, come out from them and be separate. Come out from them and be separate. And the them that he is referring to here is the world, the unbelievers. Come out from them. Separate yourself from them. Live a different lifestyle than them. Not that you're totally um, just forsaking the world and you're not involved with the world whatsoever. There's a sense in which we actually should be more involved in the world whatsoever. Um, we are supposed to be salt and light and a witness to the world. But we should not love the things of the world and embrace the things of the world and chase after the things that the sinful world chases after. We're we're called to be separate. We're called to be zealous towards good works, Titus chapter 2 verse 10 says. We are supposed to live a life that is defined by separateness, but yet engaging the culture as well and being salt in life. That is the, the life that God has called us to, the holy life that he has called us to. My third comment is this, salvation is humbling. Salvation is humbling. If we haven't noticed that up to this point, we're going to notice it now. It says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, not even our faith. Our faith is not a gift that we give back to God. It is His gift unilaterally, one-way street to us. Not because of anything that we have done, but because of His own purpose and grace. That's why it's humbling. Because we couldn't save ourselves, and when he does save us, he has his own purposes for us. He has saved us for a specific purpose, and we don't know what that purpose is. Our job is to just be faithful where he has saved us, whether that's in Odessa, Texas, or somewhere else in the world. Wherever he has saved you and regenerated you and given you the gift of faith, your job is to live it out, your faith, and to 
be holy in the place that he has called you to. And in that way, you will be fulfilling the purposes that he has for you. We don't have to stress about, oh, I wonder if I missed the will of God or if I'm not fulfilling my purpose that God has for me. When you are just following him faithfully, just living a normal Christian life, you will be fulfilling the purposes that he has given to you by his grace. It is his own purpose and his own grace that he does such things. My fourth comment is this. Salvation is planned. Salvation is planned. God knew that you would believe in Christ. He, he saw this coming. He saw this coming so much so that he even planned it. He planned that you would be saved. And he did this, the verse says. It says, the grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Before even the Garden of Eden was set in its foundations. Before time was even a thing, Jesus was going to save us. And God planned for us to believe in Christ. That's what it means to have grace given us in Christ. We are called to, to be saved someday through faith in Jesus, to be made right with God in a right relationship through our relationship with Jesus. He called us into that relationship with Jesus before the beginning of time. He knew the fall of man would happen, and he had rightly made provisions for it. And it was in the person of Jesus Christ. That was the provision. Because of our sin, we've separated ourselves from God, but through the provision that God has provided before the beginning of time, we can now have a right relationship with God in Christ. And he planned all of this before the beginning of time. And that is a humbling, sobering reality. Because, beloved, salvation is of the Lord.